as you are intentional about transforming your life, I'll say transform rather than change, and coming into your own way. Tamaria mentioned that um, finding her own way. And when you do that, there are internal shifts that happen. There are changes. As, as you mentioned, people start to say, well, what's wrong? Well, you didn't say it this way. But what they're saying is, what's wrong with you? You're not acting right. like you care anymore. <laughs> um, and what it is, because she still cares, she's just find, finding her own way of how she cares. And who gets to take that space? Who deserves it? Who gets it? Who, how to set up those boundaries and how to own own what she own, already owns because so often we give it away. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the CC America podcast, a show dedicated to helping others get mentally fit through testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to another live taping of the CC America podcast. I am your host, Tamaria Jordan, and today's episode is recalling my recent interview on the Butterfly Evolution radio show hosted by Tammy Gator and Rodney Jordan. In this episode, we talk about the life languages assessment that I took, which allowed me to understand how I communicate better and how I respond to life, love, people, and circumstances. The conversation with Tammy Gator, communication coach, was all about unpacking Tamaria. So I hope you enjoy the show and you learn a little bit more about the assessment and also your host of the CC America podcast. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome, 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 welcome to the live episode of a special edition of Butterfly Evolution uh, radio show. It's going to be, uh, Rodney's not going to be with us today. Again, this is a special edition. I am unpacking Tamaria Jordan, and for those of you who do not know, Tamaria is the wife of Rodney. Jordan, who is a host here on the Butterfly Evolution Radio Show. So I'm sure you guys have seen and or heard from her because she's been with us. Um, it seems like since we started to marry her, but is that true? Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, 2014. Okay. Yeah. Well, we started in 2011, the show itself. And I can't remember what year Rodney started with, but it's been forever. So <laughs> if you don't know, this is his beautiful wife. Um, Tamaria, before we get started, why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself, um, what you do, and just as much as you'd like to share. Okay, sounds good. Thank you, Tammy. I really appreciate you doing this for being my life coach. So for anyone that doesn't know, my name is Tamaria Jordan. By trade, I am a training and development manager working on the creation of course content, onboarding training, product training, sales training, service training, you name it, as well as e-learning, design, and development. But outside of that, I have my own LLCs, the first one being CC America, which stands for Confidence Centers of America. And the whole goal and premise of that company is to inspire the lives of others through service, dedication, and faith. And how I envision doing that is through mind, body, and spirit. So the mind piece, I utilize podcasting as a way to connect with audience members and sharing testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation. The website is www.ccamericapodcast.com. I am also a licensed Zumba, Mixed Fit, and Afro Group Fitness Instructor. That is how I have been able to inspire people through the movement of their bodies. 
And although I took a little bit of a break after my daughter was born, it is something that I am very passionate about in terms of dance and just being able to enjoy life and utilize the arts as a form of expression. And then I also own Confident Connotations, which is a spinoff of CC America, where I am able to sell inspirational products to support the Confident Centers of America brand. So it's a vision of mine that I've had since 2010, and it took about 10 years to get started. I have been working behind the scenes, though, throughout that time, as Tammy knows, with getting my LLCs formed, getting designs created, updating my website, just doing all of the work behind the scenes while also holding down a nine-to-five job. And as Tammy mentioned, my husband, Rodney Jordan, uh, he and I got married in 2016, So um, I have joined Timmy since he joined the show, essentially, and we welcomed our daughter in 2018. So although I don't have as much time, I still have been able to find my own way to give back and actually do what I set out to do, which is really help build people up, mind, body, and spirit through podcasting, through training, through dance, through the arts. So I'm just here to inspire and you'll probably learn from my life language that that's not a surprise. <laughs> so <laughs> training, inspiration, all of those things, I feel like fell very well within my wheelhouse and also my personality. So right. that right. is me in a nutshell. <laughs> I love how you said, well, I'm going to piggyback off of a few things that you said, 10 years to get started, but you found your own way. And I think that's so, a couple of things couple of reason that bec- reasons that that becomes important because so often we 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 think that it sh- should come quick and that businesses unfold over overnight and we see the final um the final I guess the finals of that and we don't really see how much work people have put in behind the scenes and how many years they've they've they went through the ups and downs, the nine to five, and still trying to be inspired about their own purpose, passion, and their mission and their business. So right. for somebody out there who's looking and thinking, or maybe perhaps giving up or not really feeling like you are doing what you're supposed to do with the passion that you have, don't quit. But more importantly, find your own way. And that's coming from Tamaria's words and introducing herself. Find your own way. So often, you guys, we look for things to validate us, to give us permission, and we look outwardly. We look at people. We look at things. We look at our jobs, our titles, um, or lack thereof, and we get caught up in someone else's way or on someone else's journey. I heard, I think Iana said this, and I hope I'm right. OTP, other people's problems and other people's purpose. And mm. so often, so often <laughs> we get caught up in that. So I I, I would like to say, um, because we've worked for quite a while, Tamaria, Tamaria and I, and, and I, I'm going to share this too, because so often as women, Tamaria, and I've said this to you, Rodney and I have a special friendship. Like I see Rodney as my brother and I, and I'd like to think that he sees me as his sister. But that happened before Tamaria, I believe that happened before I met you through Rodney, so to speak, if that if yes. That, so and so often that click does not work. Like and so often you find find people asking, well, can men can a lady and a man be friends and things like that? 
And I certainly say yes, but I've never felt any kind of shade from Tamaria. I've never felt like she doubted me in any way. It really felt like as soon as I met her, I, I gained a sister. Like literally, like I felt like, okay, this is cool. Like this is so cool because again, so often it does not happen because there's such a level of distrust uh, amongst us and rightfully so because because not everything works out the way that it has worked for with us. But right. to add to that, it was my intention and I felt more of my responsibility to make sure that Tamaria felt comfortable with me. And if she had not, I'm sorry, but Rodney would have had to we'd have we would have had to do it a different way because as my love for him as my brother then I want his relationship his wife to be happy and for her needs to be met and I would not want to interfere with that um by by any means and I think that it's important that we look at it that way because so often we want for ourselves or for those who we love we want different or we expect different because of who they are to us, rather than wrong is wrong and right is right. So um, I wanted to start out that way. And I wanted to also just thank you for allowing me to be a part of your growing because in, in also important, you guys, in seeing her grow, um, she said, I'm her life coach. But you guys, I learn from everyone that I sit down with. Why? Because I'm also doing life. Being a life coach doesn't make me absent from challenges, from my own hell, um, from my own life interruptions. It does not do that. So I have to learn and do every day to practice what I preach. And I don't always get that right. So when I coach to Mary or anybody else, I'm also being coached. I'm learning. So thank you. Thank you. And a special thank you for um, doing it in this way, in this platform, because it's like opening opening yourself up to the world and say, this is where I am, this is where I was, and this is where I'm going, and this is how I'm doing it, and with this information. So thank you for You're that. Welcome. Thank um, you as well. <laughs> you are so welcome. You are so welcome. So you, you took the assessment, um, and you guys, this is unpacking Tamaria, and what we mean by unpacking um, is that she took the assessment and now we're, and we've, we've had a couple of sessions um, with her and with Rodney as well. And so, because we do the couples coaching as well. And so with unpacking, it's kind of like, who is she? How is she wired? What does she need from, what does she need and how does she need it? But more importantly, what does she need from herself and how does she need it? And so it's like seeing yourself on paper. It's like, um, writing your your own autobiography, but um, but not writing it. Like someone that knows mm. you so well writes it. And for me, I remember describing it like I felt if it, it was God's letter to me. That's how that's how it opened me up. The questions it answered that I did not know I had. So, Tamara, you took the assessment. In your words, what did you initially get from it and what were your initial thoughts, I guess, your aha moments in learning about it? That's a great question. Um, so as a person who was always looking to develop, and which is not 
ironic that I'm in training and development, I was always taking assessments because I wanted to know how I was wired. I wanted to know what made me click. I wanted to know what types of jobs I would thrive in. And so I tended to take assessments on a regular basis, um, primarily like Myers-Briggs, um, on one of my jobs, I took a different assessment. So I was always going online, searching like the young uh, personality test to try to figure out more about myself. So when you mentioned the impact that life languages had on you, I was like, oh, you know what? I'd be interested in that because as someone who wears my heart on my sleeve, sometimes I find that I end up getting hurt more because I trust people until they give me a reason not to trust them Whereas some people might be more skeptical, I'm more open. I'm an open book. I probably share way too much information and I'm a talker. <laughs> so I said, you know what? This is all about communication. And you shared how it was really transformative for you. Mm-hmm. Back when I was listening to the Butterfly Evolution show, which I still listen to. And so I was like, oh my gosh, that sounds like the, a really good assessment. Let me take it. And so I took it and I was really impressed with the amount of information that I I read and also how spot on it was for me. Um, So as I read it, I said, oh my gosh, this is so me in a lot of ways. But the one thing that I've learned through assessments, because one of my roles over the course of my career was talent management lead. And in that role, I actually administered assessments and provided feedback to coach associates as well as managers. And so in that role, I learned that although these may be our natural tendencies, it may not always be how we respond to life. So Mm -hmm. when I had a chance to take the life languages assessment, I felt like it was able to give me a broader picture of who I am and also letting me know how I operate, how I may tend to operate, but then also knowing how I may tend to operate allows me to respond to life better because mm-hmm. I don't always have to operate in certain ways. Right. Right. It's like, um, you may be something you said made me think about, um, a, a former coworker and, and, and friend at that time said to me about reading books. She said, reading, reading books was like getting a chance to meet people that you would never meet and go places that you might never get to visit. And so yeah. with the assessment, it's like you, you, you're with yourself um, and you do things, but you don't really think about how you do them or why you do them. And so with the assessment, it answers that question of not if you're smart, but how you smart, how smart, how you were smart, not if you respond to life, but how you respond to life. And so I think it's easy. It's not, I think we do get caught up in just doing and being, and much of that is based on, if not all, is based on, um, of course, how how we were raised and who we were raised by and what they bought from their childhood. So sometimes we just find ourselves doing things like we talk about the trash can out of habit, but we don't know to ask that question because it's such a part of us or we've made it such a part of us. I remember Rodney saying on the show that we often think that we are who we've become. And that has stuck with me because the person that we think we have become is most most times are associated with pain, with the Mm -hmm. things that um, has happened to us, experiences, and just how we saw people do in life when we were raised. And so to get this, 
um, is just a phenomenal tool. So for you guys who are listening, Tamari is an introducer now, um, and we'll talk a little bit about that later. But we're going to unpack her um, and tell you a little bit about what the assessment did for her and how, and help you, that will help you understand the assessment and her a bit better as well. So the way we're going to do this is um, we're going to just put the, the information there on the screen and I'll share a few forms with you guys as well. So be patient because I'll have to bring them up as you see the pop-up Bluff City Leadership um, and BluffCityLeadership.com. You see the CC America podcast information scrolling down. That is if anyone wants to take the assessment, that is the website that you would need to go to because we're, we're um, going to have you go and take it from Tamaria's website. And that will help her as an introducer, um, as introducer to the life language assessment. And so actually, any questions, Tamaria? Yes, and actually I have one quick update. So the, the podcast website is where they can uh, listen to the show and the CC America website, I can post it in the chat. It's um, ccamericallc.com okay. for the personality assessment. There. And I'll add it to scroll down. And if you'll put it in the chat, that'll be great. Okay, I will do it right now. And you guys will also see it, uh, ccamericallc.com, scrolling at the bottom there. But she's going to put it in the comment sections as, section as well. Yes, I'm going to drop it in there. It's under the personality, the assessment section. So I just dropped it in the chat. Super, super. And for those of you, you who are listening, if you want to comment, you can comment right. If you're listening from Facebook Live, you can comment from there and we will see it here and we will kind of stop in between and check it and answer your questions or share your comments as well. So let's take a look. Let me get back up to the top here. So Tamaria, again, took the assessment. The assessment is basically about understanding yourself and others. Um, help you be more successful in communicating, all of your communicating, all of your communication. And then it's also to help you build on your positive character qualities while working to overcome non-productive character qualities. We ask you to do this or with this information, um, if you activate this information in your life, it will help you change your relationships. And can I get an amen that we all agree our relationships are suffering. There is a change that needs that need to be made. Um, we have marriages failing. We have uh, family dynamics, meaning families are at odds. It seems everywhere I turn and everywhere I go, relatives are just not having those meaningful relationships. So all the knowledge that we gain about ourselves should be should be applied or action allow us to put action to that, so that we are not just focusing on our character our positive character qualities. And sometimes that's a challenge for people. So this assessment helps you to identify what are your some of your positive character qualities. But in addition to that, what are those non-productive qualities in your life that you can work on, that you can build from in hopes of changing the dynamics of your personal and professional relationships? So Tamaria, how... Has it helped you with your relationships to see relationships in a different light? I will say that it helped me by being able to, I remember the first time I read the assessment and it said, 
professionalized, not personalized. <laughs> and I was like, wait, I do take things personal sometimes because I wear my heart on my sleeve. So I feel more, I'm very empathetic. So I remember reading that and thinking that makes a lot of sense <laughs> in a lot of ways, just because I am the person who wants to know how much people care. I'm the person who says the world should be fair, but we see that it's not. And I get frustrated by that because I want to make things fair. I have a strong desire to understand other people. I am very open to other people's opinions, but other people may not be as open to mine. So when I, I read the assessment, I was like, yeah, this sounds about right. This is this is definitely me. <laughs> and to flip and to it's that. Helping. Right. And to flip to that, once you learn about yourself and that and realize that this is just how you respond to life again not if you but how you right. so if you have if you realize that you have a way that you respond to people places things circumstances and love that's it, that the people that we are mostly offended by are other people in general right. they also have ways that they respond to life and so right. when you give them that grace and that mercy or whatever to be themselves and the right to respond in the way that works best for them, you're less offended because you realize, so wow, I respond with my heart. He or she may respond with action or with their head. So give them time and space <laughs> to catch up. But once you become healthy, be okay with going down and meeting yeah. them where they are. And so what I mean by that, you guys, is, is we are all seven languages. So there are seven life languages and they're... Um, they're broken into three intelligence categories, and that is kinetic, emotive, and cognitive. But again, everyone is all seven languages. It's just more about their preferred um, language, communication style. It's like Spanish. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll tell you more about the Spanish deal later. But just remember that there are seven life languages, and we're all seven. But they're all seven also broken into three intelligence categories kinetic, emotive, and cognitive. And again, you'll see this here on the screen in yellow. So as you heard me say earlier, it isn't if we are smart, but how we are smart. And to add to that, it's not if we respond or react to life, but how. And then it goes deeper. Why? Why do you respond this way? So keep those mm -hmm. in mind. And what we're going to do is go through um, the languages and the intelligence categories. We're going to go through those here. So let me sit down. Um, the first, and I mentioned that there's three categories and seven languages. The first one that we're going to go through is our kinetic language. And this is the person or the people who generally, and we say generally because again, we're all seven languages. Um, and the more healthy we become and learn these languages in pure form, the better we, are com we can communicate, the less we are offended, the more we can speak someone else's language when they need us to, rather than expecting them to speak our language all the time. So the three uh, categories, are, is three categories, and we're going to start with kinetic. Now, Tamaria, with the kinetic category is one with our action. For you, Tamaria, I don't know if you have your assessment out in front of you. <laughs> But your third language is your your is your action, I believe, um, and I'll, I'll verify I can pull that. It up. But your I have it here. Um, 
but the kinetic category is are those who respond with action first. You've heard Tamaria talk about she deals with life with her heart, and her her assessment report revealed this. Like it, it revealed that she is a responder language, and this is not of the, of the kinetic category. It's an emotive category. So she feels she responds to life with feelings and to people with feelings. And you guys know where, or maybe you don't. This is probably a personal thing that I'll say. I, I really believe that people who deal with life uh, with their feelings are so misunderstood and sometimes so mistreated because the world really doesn't, it seems to me that the world does not respond until there's really an emergency. And, right. and that's, and, and I say emergency with people like um, she can walk around with her heart all day, but until her heart is broken, it may not get a response. And that's sadly. just me. Sadly, sadly, yeah, and, and, and it's just in the world, really. It, we, we're in a different day and time. Perhaps um, maybe it was like this before, but just I was maybe out of touch with it. But it, it just really seems like we, we wait until we have to respond uh, right. to someone's feelings. So, um, again, the kinetic language is very, if you want to add anything just that you may have gotten from anything that I'm on, please stop me and we'll, we'll do that. Um, I did want to mention a couple of things based on what you said. So the first one being that we tend to expect other people maybe to operate in our language and everyone's different. So that is something that I learned that I forgot to mention when you asked the very first question is giving people that grace. But mm-hmm. I find to your later point that we are often misunderstood because we operate with our feelings is so true people want grace that they don't want to give. <laughs> wow. And it's like, wait, you want grace. But like, I often struggle with this because of my heart and because of my personality, people feel like, oh, I can say whatever to her. I can do whatever to her. And she's just going to deal with it because she's nice. And even in the workplace, I have been told, I was told this for years. You're too nice. You're too nice. And I'm like, what does that mean? Because you and I both know, Tammy, I will have a difficult conversation. I actually want to have the conversation because I want to clear the air because I care about my relationships. So mm-hmm. I want to talk it out. But some it's funny to me that some of the people who will say, you know, I, I speak my mind, they don't actually like conflict which is funny to me because they'll say I'm too nice, but I'm okay with conflict. I'm like, all right, let's talk about it. (laughs) And they're like, wait, wait, wait. I don't want to talk about it. I want to tell you what I think, but I don't want to hear what you have to say. And often tell you what to do and how to do it and how to, Yes, which is why I think oftentimes they don't want the conflict because sometimes people are so set in their ways or in their way until your way is not the way. so exactly interesting point. interesting point. I love how you said people want grace that they're not that they don't want to give and that people no. that speak their mind often don't want the conflict. And you guys, I am all for healthy conflict. I don't feel that we can right. do life without conflict, especially if we're embracing people and allowing them to be who they are that you cannot avoid conflict, but what you can avoid is the way that you approach conflict. Right. You, you, you can you can 
um, maybe I shouldn't say avoid, but you can control that how you uh, approach it. So great Very points, true. Mary. Great points. So that kinetic then kinetic intelligence again. These are people who respond to life generally um, with their with action first, and so then with their heart or head. The lang the life languages or the languages for the kinetic intelligence is mover and doer. And I'm going to look real quick here because I think yours is um, doer. Your third language is doer. So the again, the, they are seven. So we're going to get down and tell you what's our first and second. But mover and doer are of the kinetic languages and they respond to life with their action first. Okay. So imagine you guys, if someone responds, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll say with heart as Tamari has talked about if she's re responding with feeling feelings um, with her heart and someone with action just takes action and does not really focus on showing her that they care first that they just move about and do whatever that there can be a misunderstanding um, and some feelings hurt if she doesn't understand that this person typically acts without thinking and sometimes we need people to take action, to be prepared to go in a moment's time, um, because there can't always be people like me that just sit back and think, 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 because you will, you will not be saved, because I'm going to think about all of it before we'll get to that category later. So the kinetic um, life language, um, again, is consists of mover and doer, and some of the characteristics or what you will find from a mover, and again, this this could be some, it could be all. They may not identify with all of this. And just remember that there are seven languages. We are all of them, but no two movers are exactly alike and no two doers are exactly alike. So you have your mover, which is, you may find them direct, assertive, ambitious, pioneering, courageous, and standard bearers. You have doer, still in the kinetic life language. They're dedicated, observant, diligent, practical, efficient. And responsible. And so uh, Tamaria's, again, third language is doer. And so she will identify with some or all of these dedicated, observant, diligent, practical, efficient, and responsible. Okay. Anything on that, Tamaria? It is true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I concur. concur. Um, I do. It's, it's definitely interesting, but it's, it's funny when I think about like you said, we all will respond at some point with the seven languages. It really just depends on what situation we're in. And I think at the very beginning, you talked about our experiences. And I think that does have a lot to do with it. Our upbringing, right. our experiences, maybe major life events. I know for me, something that I, I went through that was pretty traumatic was the tornado. So how I look at life, how I value life that happened when I was nine years old. So imagine how that shaped how I am as a person. Mm -hmm. So naturally, when I realized the value of life and how quickly life can be taken from you or how blessed we are, I'm not surprised that I respond more with my heart because I'm like, I can do all these things that really at the end of the day don't matter. Right. But how do I make other people feel is really right. important to me because I, right. I realize going through situations, whether it's car accidents or the tornado or different things, 
I really do care a lot about people and how mm-hmm. I treat them and how they feel mm-hmm. because I realize that that to me is really important. Right. I, I think too, um, also it's important to know, again, I said this, what, what someone needs and how they need it from you, but make right. sure that what you need, meaning, so if we need, if, if Tamara respond, responds to people with her heart and she really does care And so I am truly a believer and I had to work my way there of making sure that I get what I'm giving. So you have to take care of yourself first. Mm. You have to (laughs) be that person for, for yourself. You know, I, 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 I just cannot say enough about that because so often, as I said earlier, we, we, we look outwardly and we think that people are going to respond to us the way that we respond to them. So the best thing that we can do is make sure that we respond to ourselves in the same productive, healthy manner as we do to others. Give yourself that grace, give yourself that time, make time for yourself. Um, And that is not a selfish act. There's truly a difference between being selfish and taking care of meeting your needs, knowing them and meeting your needs and creating boundaries, especially with your heart in a world and in, in this kind of world that we're in today. Mm. So especially. So yeah, now that we're was getting a struggle. To, <laughs> and, I, and it's probably it's, I think it is for for many, not all. Um, but even so, back to what you were saying, those people who are who speak their minds more, most of those people want to avoid conflict. And I say most of those people are truly avoiding the conflict inside, the internal mm. conflict. Because yeah. to deal with conflict, you have to know who you are. You can't just be speaking it. You have to know right. who you are and have some confidence about that and acceptance. And that is the productive character qualities as we talked about and the non-productive ones. You have to know where you're starting, where you're leaving from to get to where you want to go. So. Right. The second um, intelligence or category is emotive. And this is where we're getting into into Tamaria's assessment. The emotive category has both Tamaria's first and second life languages. So her first and her primary are of the same intelligence category. And that is the emotive um, what you're going to find in the emotive or the languages you're going to find in the emotive category is your responder and your influencer. So Tamaria's first language is responder and her second language is influencer. So she actually responds to life. We have this thing where we go down and we, we label feel, think, act, or whatever. So she feels feels. So both of hers of the same category. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes you, most times I think I've seen people where they have a feel category, a think category, and then maybe um, an act category. But all that is saying here is that she feels hard. Her first and her second language is that feeling category, that heart of hearts category. So she is going to respond to people um, heart, heart, or I'll say feel, feel, and then act. And Tamara, I was looking, re-looking at this again today, and I thought about um, how Rodney's is 
think, think. <laughs> Act. So you are feeling, feeling. He's thinking, thinking. And now you both act, but and we're not going to get into Tamaris and Rodney's, but by the time they act, both of them are probably so frustrated because it's so opposite. He's, he's thinking she needs him to feel and he needs her to get out of his way and give him time to think. And she's saying, don't you see my heart? Don't you feel it? And by the time they act, their acts can be, can be so self-motivated and, and I need until they miss each other. And we talked about this in their couples coaching as well. <laughs> that's so, so true. And I, I think like, that's what oh, Tamari did when she found out. She laughed like, oh my goodness. I I've was been... like, this explains a lot. We are completely opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just imagine that. You guys, that's what it's about. Getting an understanding of who you're dealing with. I say this, that's I say so this, I believe this, that there are so many people have called it quits not because they did not love each other. And I'll say on couples and on themselves as well, but because right. they did not take the time to understand each other's how, why, yes. and the language. Mary, you were going to say something? It can be a struggle for sure. Yes. <laughs> Especially because it, it is interesting how we are all different. Yes. And like you said, in this world, being a feeler, oftentimes you're getting your feelings hurt. And you start to create a, an exterior shell. And I was really um, inspired by the interview that you did with Trent um, mm -hmm. last week, mm -hmm. because we have the same first language. And I said, that is so funny because I felt everything he said. I'm like, yeah, after you, after you see how other people operate and it can be harmful to you, then you you start to put up a shell where you're like, you know what? I don't want to feel, I don't want to be compassionate. I don't want to be diplomatic and tactful all the time. I want to say what I want to say too. But mm -hmm. people can't oftentimes handle what they give you because it's not, they're not expecting it from people like Trent and I, because right. we're the feelers. We're the people who always have to consider other people or we feel like we have to consider other people. And so- it can be tough when they're thinking and you're like, okay, what about my feelings? But then they want you to consider their feelings right. <laughs> or the doers. So it, it's interesting for sure. How right. we're all, how we're all wired. Right. Right. And I think the best way you guys, if you need a, um, maybe, I don't know if reason is the word, but think of it as your, the gift that God gave you to be a person that responds to life with their heart. Because think about it, if everybody was wired to respond with action, we'd be bumping into each other. Or if True. everybody was responded was, was was wired to respond with thought, we wouldn't get anything done because everybody'd be thinking about what needs to be done. So if we start to think about, first of all, if we go in inwardly, for the things that we need, because the word does say that we were created for a purpose. And so if we were created for a purpose, just like the seeds that we plant, they know to, if we plant collars, they know to give us collars. We don't expect right. anything different. And I think going in inwardly is what we find um, because there's a battle inside of us. There's a, there's a battle 
is the person that you think you've become based on life experiences and so so forth, there's a battle of that person that God created you to be. And Tamara, you're so right. Responders, um, responder is the only language. And I don't know if I shared this with you, but it's, it's what we call our transparent language because as you said, responders, responders tend to get frustrated with people and with life because they feel like they're being used and abused and that they're not taking they're not being taken seriously or people don't care. That's a proper way because their filter is, do you really care? And so it's a transparent language because often a responder will go to their second language. They will live out of that second language because they've, they've just, they've shut down in that first language. So okay. you guys, again, we're talking, we're unpacking Tamaria. Jordan, and this is the unpacking based on her taking the life assessment that she did with Bluff City Leadership and becoming an introducer, meaning that she's introducing this assessment to family, friends, and anybody else who is on that journey um, or need feel the need to start that journey of self. So that's what we're talking about, just giving you a little bit of information about the assessment, what it can do for you, how to make it work, and how to take it as well. So we just finished talking about the kinetic, which is our act category or our act or intelligence um, category of action meaning. And so now the emotive, which is Tamaria's first and second language. And again, responder, influencer, and she's in that order. So let's look at the emotive intelligence category. And the emotive is the only category that has three life languages. And this will complete the seven languages the emotive category or the languages are responder um, and the contemplator and producer. So your responder language, and I hope I didn't miss one. Nope, I didn't. So the Tamaria again, like we said, is a responder and her, let me see, when do you go into your thinking mode here, Tamaria? And I do have it pulled up. I think I'll share that. I have it, I have it up too. I I've, okay. was able to get it up. Okay, so shape, uh, let's see, shaper, Tamara, are we looking at your old one? I may be. I'm looking at my, um, I'm so looking at new the new one, the professional yes. profile. Yes, and so I should have said that Tamara actually retook the assessment. 2020, was it? Yes, and the and first, the first time I took it was, yes. Okay, so her third language is of, of uh, cognitive. So I stand corrected there. Her third language is the emotive um, category. I'm sorry, the cognitive category, which means she thinks there. Okay. So we have act, feel, think. So she is feel, feel, think. And I believe I said feel, feel, act. So we'll change that. Um, and she took the assessment in 2015 originally. Yes. And again in 2020. And the reason why you guys, because as we as we grow through life and as you are intentional about changing, so I'm glad that came up. As, as you are intentional about transforming your life, I'll say transform rather than change, and coming into your own way. Tamaria mentioned that um, finding her own way. And when you do that, there are internal shifts that happen. There are changes, as, as you mentioned, people start to say, well, what's wrong? Well, you didn't say it this way. But what they're saying is, what's wrong with you? 
You're not acting right. like you care anymore. <laughs> um, and what it is, because she still cares. She's just find, finding her own way of how she cares. And who gets to take that space? Who deserves it? Who gets it? Who? How to set up those boundaries and how to own own what she own, already owns. Because so right. often we give it away. We give it away. And that leads us to, as I said, that responder language being the transparent language and sending people into their distress flares, which is a whole nother avenue of the assessment because not mm. only you get all this information, but you learn to understand when you're going into distress. Okay. So any questions, any comments to Maria? Not at the moment, but it, it to Tammy's point, I have made a concerted effort to work on like how I respond to life. And it was funny in 2013, I was advised, you know, to guard my heart. And Tammy had mentioned that earlier. I forgot to touch on that, but I see why, because when you don't, and it says in the Bible that the the heart, like all of the issues of life f- flow from that. So mm-hmm. if you don't take care of yourself, like I remember when I read my life language and it said that I am the person who will try to keep peace at all costs. So I may be prone to conflict, because I'm trying to resolve it and get everyone back on the same page. The problem is because of that, I oftentimes will end up sacrificing the way the assessment put it, my personal comfort for everyone else. So now to Tammy's point that I'm changing, everyone else is probably feeling what I've been feeling (laughs) all this time. Because now when I speak my mind, if they don't like it, they're like, oh, wait, you're changing. Which for me, I'm like, I'm not doing anything that's diff- like that's harmful to anyone. I'm not. You're you no know, longer the rude. cost. When you said right. peace at all cost, you're no you you decide that, and we should never be, no matter love what that. language we are. You should yeah. never be the cost. You said peace at all cost, but but we should never be the cost. You should you should always be able to be express express yourself, your feelings, and you can never or should never be the cost. Exactly. It should be a mutual thing that we should find common ground, even if it's to disagree and still have peace, but never walk away being the cost. Oh, I love that. And and I just think because Jesus took care of all of that. He did that for us. And so (laughs) when he tells us to guard our heart, when the word says guard guard your heart or out of it flows the issues of life, then we should... We should set those boundaries. We should never be okay with being the cost. We should not avoid conflict. We should turn over exactly. some tables in the name of Jesus. Like we should do these things <laughs> so often. I mean, seriously, so often, me guys, me included, so often we're afraid to set those boundaries. We're afraid to say no. We're afraid to find out who we're battling with internally. Like who is the person that keeps me in bondage? What is that thing back in the day? I listened to you talk about the tornado. Um, what is your thing? What What is it that you've bought into your adult life? I was doing a coaching session and, and the person I was working with just last week was saying, I almost drowned. I almost got bitten mm. by a dog and I almost, and I'm like, I get it, but you almost, but now this person is grown and they're still there in the almost in the almost but 
thank God, learning about herself, growing and learning how to change and how to be all of these beautiful seven life languages. Okay. Okay. It, it, there's so, there's so much, but I'm like, we don't have time for all this unpacking, <laughs> honey. <laughs> I agree. I agree. We're not going to keep you guys long. Maybe this is. I tell you what. Let me get through this last intelligence language, and then I'll check the comments. Um, and I think we've already kind of covered this. Those cognitive, uh, the cognitive uh, category, and these are the people that generally respond to life with and people and stress and so forth with with their with their um, thought with thinking so head then then their heart or actions or whichever one and these are the people that are going to be your thinkers this is this is me i have to learn how to get out of my head you guys i, I it's really really bad and and um i say bad i should not use that word because again we need them all but remember i am working on those non-productive character qualities and, and it's not productive to remain in your thought and in your head. I actually feel like if the, the faster you can get out of your head and away from those thoughts that are not your own, the better off um, your decisions will be and life will be as well. So those are your um, cognitive life languages, the shaper, and a shaper is going to be organized, visionary. Some of these they may identify and some may, they may not. Organized, visionary, focused, delegating, strategic, and efficient. Mary, your third language is shaper. And it's contemplator, true. inquisitive, reflective, sensitive, peaceful, calm, and complex. I'm a first language contemplator. 98 is my score. We're going to talk about scores a little bit later. So you can see I'm almost just there, 100%. Then your... Producer is our third and final life languages. And again, this is the cognitive intelligence category. And producers are gracious, thoughtful, responsible, um, philanthropic. I can never say that word. And I hope I got it right. And resourceful. So those are the languages. And remember, you guys, we're all seven life languages. We're all, this, all the languages. It's just a matter of your preference in how you do life or your style gift that God gave you. So the communication preferences in the scores, and I'm going to just, I'm going to scoot down just a little bit here. Hopefully you can see it all. The communication preference, again, it's your, it's your life language, meaning the, your, your first, your second, or your third, then your score, your rating. And then um, we have some other scores that we'll get into our gap, um, we have the range and we have our overall intensity. And that's the one that I'm going to talk about today, just so just for sake of time, we can't give you all of it. But there's a, those are we have scores, which again, I said earlier, no two producers or no two responders are going to be the same because we have scores that make up the people. For example, if you spoke 72% of Spanish and someone else speaks 20% of Spanish. You both know Spanish, but how much you identify and will be able to communicate effectively is in that right. score. So where Tamarian um, is 72.81 responder, and I have that here, which is high. And then her second influencer, 72.3, which is also high. So, so much gets into how you are shaped, how you are wired. It's not just your score. It's not just your language. And then you guys, it's also 
your experiences, how you see life, how your perception of what has happened to you in your life, by whom and how and so forth. So we're going to try to get you guys out of here by eight. So I'm going to down just a little bit. I'm going to check the comments. Let's see. Feel, feel, think. Okay. I think you were just piggybacking for the people out there. And now we know that you're feel, feel, because I was going off of your first assessment. So you're feel, okay. feel, 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 think. Okay. So not feel, feel, act like I said. Okay. So let me get back you guys. But that was because of the the effort to switch it. I wonder what the difference would be if we were to look at the two. But yeah, that was the intentional act of working on myself. Right. And that's the beauty of this. We can actually merge your old profile or your first profile and your your current one and make you one person. Oh. But that gives you. And it doesn't mean... You know, because that's how like we did with your couples report, where yes. it's you, you and Rodney as individuals and you as a couple, your first language changes as a couple. And so that helps couples understand each other better because they see themselves individually. And then, OK, who are we when we as we are working to become one? What what's our go to language as a couple? And so that makes sense. Um, we could merge you just for the fun of it to see what that brings as your first language or your primary language. Yeah, it's interesting. I literally switched between doer and shaper. Shaper just moved up, doer moved down and the percentages increased, which right. is interesting. Interesting, for sure, for sure. And I think your third language um, moved because it, yeah, doer and now um, shaper. So, yeah, I don't know I what don't, that means. I just know that it switched real like that's the that's what I know. Meaning like, the way oh, that the switched. feel, feel, think, act, that it just meant Oh, I went from act to thinking more. But I wonder if right. I did that because of who I'm married to being a contemplator. Like, okay, maybe I need to think more about what I say or how I respond. Huh. I wonder. That's interesting. Because he's a thinker. He's a thinker, right. thinker. And because I care about relationships and preserving them i wonder if i don't that know could be. That, could just be. A thought. <laughs> that could be or you may sometimes as we transform you guys um transforming is like it's almost becoming someone else you it, it really is like if you really get deep for those who are going the journey um and maybe if you are i'd love to hear hear how it's working for you because I shared Mary and I think you might have been on that night sometimes I feel so different until I almost want to change my name and like I feel (laughs) like I'm totally this I am not who and what I used to be and I certainly don't respond to life the way that people were used to me doing so and intentional a lot of it but I do believe that sometimes we are forced to transition, to transform. Um, I don't know if all of us are, but I feel like a great number of us are are pushed because, again, I believe that we came here for a purpose and that what we need is in us, but we become someone else for someone else or for something else. 
and then the battle the battle is within and so sometimes we think we're fighting people but we're fighting ourselves we're fighting that purpose and that passion and i promise you guys this just taking the assessment for me it was it was life changing life changing i would not have did this for this long um if it had not and if i didn't want everybody that I came in front of to be changed. I had someone, I know we're getting a little bit off of here, but I, I talked to a marketing firm a couple of weeks ago, and I think I shared this with you, Tamaria, and they told me that I wasn't charging enough. And she asked if I was, and because I was looking for somebody, you know, to, I, I took, took just, just thought, let me look up some different ways, uh, just trying to step out of my own way. And she said, are you fearful of charging more? And it was significantly more. And I said these words, I said, I never want my message to get in the way. I never want someone to have to choose or say, I can't do this because I can't afford it. Right. I don't want to get in front of the message that God has given me and make it about money. Um, not saying that I don't need money to live, but the money she was saying that I should charge, I and I hate to say this, but you guys, I really am there. Like I, it just it seems, it just seems so not not real. Not, it just it just doesn't. And I'm not devaluing the work. I'm putting right. more value on the message and the mission. I just believe God will make room for me in the way that it needs to be made without me robbing someone's bank. Um, just so that I can do less of this. I'd like to do more of this, more. Not to make so much that I have all this time. I value the time, but I value the message and the gift that God has put on my heart and the work that he has put me here to do. And I would not be here doing it had it not been for my own challenges, my own bondage, my own pain. I would not be here doing this. So I'm, I'm talking to somebody saying, don't let your pain go in vain. I mean, don't don't think that because you went through something or you're going through something, your story is God's glory. God's glory is your story. So, and it ain't always pretty, you guys. And I said, ain't it ain't always pretty, but it is real. That's real, right, Tamara? <laughs> it's true. That's As you can see, there is a lot of unpacking left. So be sure to tune in next week as we wrap up this session with Tammy Gator on Unpacking Tamaria. In the meantime, here's a special message from Tammy Gator regarding a special that she will provide for our podcast listeners. Check it out. The first two people that take the assessment after today, the coaching session will be free. And I won't, I, I always do a 30 minute get to know the assessment. It doesn't go deep. It just kind of helps you understand it so that you can study on your own. If you don't want the co coaching, that's 30 minutes. I always do that. But the actual coaching itself can take hours and weeks, depending on where you want to go. So, and, and how quickly you want to work to get there or travel, how fast you want to drive, I guess. So right. <laughs> first two people and we'll keep, um, you know, we'll, today is the 25th. So the first two people that take it 
uh, will reach out for that one-on-one -on -one life coaching session, but you do have to pay to take the assessment. And we didn't say that. So it's, it's not free. Um, you have to learn to invest in yourself. Um, okay. And it, it is worth it. Think of it as the, mm. the red bottom shoes, you know, the micro, just think yes. of it as, as an investment in yourself. Of communication. <laughs> a red, red body, red bottom spirit. <laughs> you know, that's so, true. Yeah, and I took it so, twice. Yes. So, so find your own way, great people. Find your own way to marry. I love, love, love you. Thank you for inspiring love me. You Thank you. Being you and accepting me as your your husband's sister. <laughs> becoming my sister. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the CC America podcast. We appreciate you tuning in week after week and joining us for stories of faith, inspiration, and transformation. So that you never miss an update, please subscribe at www.ccamericapodcast.com. You can also follow us on all of our social media platforms at CC America LLC. You can also just search for CC America on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. We hope that you are encouraged and inspired by this show. If so, please don't hesitate to share the episodes or let people know that you are listening so that they too can be inspired. We appreciate your support and until next time, be blessed.